When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Welcome back to that Chelsea podcast on this. Well, you're listening to this on Thursday morning, whenever, whatever time you are. Uh, it's Wednesday evening right now, and Chelsea have just lost 4-1 Anfield. And I don't even really know how to feel. I'm kind of just a bit, yeah, and indifferent to it all. Kind of, you know, just, yeah. We'll get into it. Gabs, how are you doing, my man? Oh, so that just sums up really, doesn't it? <laughs> As always, we have guests to get them to give themselves a plug. Gabs, tell people where they can find you for all your ramblings on Chelsea, cricket and Swindon. Uh, yeah, uh, you can get me on Twitter, now known as X, at 1GFB, spout 1-O-N-E-G-F-B. A lot of mm-hmm. ranting today, a lot of ranting. <laughs> Gabs' link will be in the description below. Uh, right, yeah, Gabs. Chelsea Liverpool had basically just been a draw the past few years. It had tended to be in a lot of the time as well, quite a just horrendous game of football. I think back to the two games last year, the two nil nils that were just I mean, yeah, this is one of those nil nils you and I spent to these the time on the concourse at half time. Uh, and yep. missed a bit of a missed a bit of a game because it was better anyway. We digress. Uh Gabs, it was not the case today. I mean, granted, if there were Chelsea fans, the Chelsea fans that travelled probably would have been best uh spend spending their night on the concourse though. It was horrendous. Uh we lost for one. Gabs. Yeah, as I kind of said at the start, as I was kind of mumbling through my intro, I just don't really know how to feel because it was so, so bad what we saw. Really, really bad from the players. But also, I like, when the refereeing and VAR is also so bad, I'm sort of just like, it sort of just doesn't cancel that out, but I sort of just go, what's the point? Like, you, you kind of see, as soon as that starts, I kind of knew we were in trouble when, you know, we'll get into it. Chelsea don't get their first clear, uh, their Stonewall penalty about five minutes in. And then a couple of minutes later, Moises Caicedo gets booked for a perfectly good tackle. Now he gets booked for dissent, but he gets booked because he he get he's annoyed at a foul being given when he's a perfectly good tackle. 
and at that point on, I just kind of knew. It's also very telling that there were three penalty shots in the game, and uh, the one that was given was to Liverpool. <laughs> Gabs just thought it, it was an absolute mess, but I'm taking the small victory that uh, Darwin Nunes didn't score. So at least that absolute scrub <laughs> hasn't scored against us yet. That's 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 a, that's the small. Dare I say moral victory I've taken away, but we did concede to Darwin Nunez and we still haven't conceded to Darwin Nunez as bad as we have been in the past two seasons. Darwin Nunez has yet to score. I'm saying this, I'm setting him up, setting it up for him, scoring him the winner in the Carabao final now. But just thoughts that was uh, it was an interesting night, but I, I don't know. I'm not mad. I'm just a bit like, it, I just kind of laugh at it. I just kind of laugh at the absurdity of what we just watched. Yeah, like I think we all saw it coming. I think we were eventually due a hiding. Um, yeah, it's weird because I'm angry, but I'm also accepting. I think as soon as the first pen's not given and Kaiseida gets booked, I've kind of turned to the lads at the pub and just gone, "Yep, yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be one of them nights. It's gonna be one of them nights." And <laughs> I think by the time they get their pen, it's just, you're just laughing at you're just laughing at that point. It's the only way you can get through it. You've just got to laugh. Um. Yeah, are we trying to get in within financial fair play by um, bending over backwards to Liverpool with some cash involved? Referees paid off, charter defenders paid off, possibly? Because it seemed like that way. I tell you now, I don't know what was worse, the officials or the ref. It was, oh my, it was... Gabs, why is it always I'm the full of the challenged now. ones? Why is it always the full of the challenged ones? Like Taylor and Tierney. Hey, what is it? What what is What does... I don't get it. It's always the full of few challenged ones. It doesn't make sense to me. I will be going to church every Sunday to ensure Michael Oliver is on duty for that final. Michael, I don't know where you are. Don't fuck up the next few weeks so you get that gig. Please. 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 Yeah. Just, give, just give me a ref with, with hair in the final and I will have some hope. Um, but yeah. Gab, let, let, let's just actually now get into it. Because the first pen, and I don't want to, you know, Chelsea were awful, and we will get into how awful Chelsea were, but these events I do feel also do just impact games and change games. And the fact is that when you go to Liverpool, you kind of need all the help you're going to get anyway. But Chelsea, if they get a penalty five, six minutes in, I just do think the mood is different and the, just the feel and all that is just a bit different because Chelsea did have to weather a storm. Until they eventually cave, but it's just these small moments in well, these moments in games that I do think just impact have such a big beginning to impact. Because if we're looking at this game, we'll, we'll you know get into error, but that's the first point. We're looking at a position where Chelsea could feasibly, given Cole Palmer's got a great record from the spot as well, uh, you know, we could be in a position where five or six minutes in away at Anfield, we find ourselves one nil up, and you're like, okay, this is like this is perfect because this is a Liverpool team, they're going for the title, they might be a bit you know, a bit more nerves, and yes, who knows, they might still powered through, but. Chelsea away from home, you kind of feel that they do tend to need to get the first goal, really. Chelsea need to score first in most games for you to feel really, real confident about them. That would have just been such a big moment if that penalty had been given, wouldn't it? Absolutely. I mean, we've seen away from home, it does tend to turn into a rabbit in the headlights as such, with silly mistakes and just questionable decision-making all over the pitch. And I think if that pen gets given, we score... The confidence then goes through the roof. Confidence then goes through the roof. But instead, as we've seen, pen isn't given. And then what do we end up in the first half with? Four, four bookings from where they've just completely lost their heads. And to be honest, like, oh, I can't really blame them. 
because I've lost, I've lost, I lost mine as well. You know, if I've lost mine and I'm not even there and playing, just to imagine what they feel like, especially when you know, attack after attack is going, referee keeps blowing, you get you're winning the ball and the rest blowing. It's not just going to help, is it? And and yeah, it, oh, yeah, it's a big, it is, big. It, oh. Go on. In another world, then it's just seven three, really, isn't it? Like if Nunes didn't fall in love with the post. Just oh, I'm baffled. I'm baffled. I'm baffled. I'm baffled. I'm baffled. Yeah, just just a crazy, crazy game. Uh, Gabs, uh, let's get into it because Ben Chilwell do you know go one 0 down? Ah, oh, Ben Chilwell. I mean, it's it's a shambles all round. Well, let's let's just get into individual performances right now. This this is just going to be a mess, but you know, this fine. This pod being a mess, Chelsea were a mess. It was just a mess of a game. Gabs, I reckon that is the worst game I've seen Ben Chilwell ever play for Chelsea. Results in him being subbed at half time. Um, Conor Gallagher and Ozzy Madawaki also subbed at half time, and you know, fair play. I reckon if Poch could have subbed ten of them off, he would have. Um, but Gabs in that goal, Chilwell, you know, on the left gives it away in dangerous position. They attack, and then Badia Shield and Silva just. I don't know what that was, that defending oh. for that goal. It was just so embarrassing. And then there's Jota to tap in. And then as soon as Liverpool go one up, you're like, right, okay. Okay, I've seen this. It's it's game. It's game. That was just criminal how bad the goal we conceded, well, that opening goal we conceded was, wasn't it? And then you just at that point, you're like, right, okay. Yeah, Chelsea like had a feeling this game was going to go this way. Now the dam has potentially broken. Yeah, it was just criminal. But like on just a word, We'll go on to it, the defence as well, because I think Dezazi was, again, just... Dezazi was whack. Just in general, Gabs, what did you do now? The back four that was absolutely horrendous, every single one of them. A few questions. What has happened to Badia Shield this season? What has happened to him? Because he does not look like the player we saw, one of the few-ish bright spots back in the last season, as as, as Gabs gets licked by, by his dog. Um, <laughs> obviously, no one can see this, um, unfortunately. But um, what has happened to him? Chile just has a stinker, and I don't think he was great Friday when he came on against Villa in the Cup. Silva just has a stinker, and Desires just singing. Gabs, I've had back four with genuinely abysmal. They're pathetic. They're pathetic. It was like watching Swindon again in League Two. They didn't have a clue what they were doing. None of them. But the first goal, it's like Moses in the parting of the sea. It's just like, okay, here you go, Diego. Just just stroll through. You know, have a have a one-on-one with our keeper that's pushing for uh, number one when Sanchez recover, uh, recovers from his injury. Just, yeah, just off you go through. I swear Silva's left-footed. Why is he going with his right? Why is he going with his right? No, I think I think Thiago is right foot, but it is still... It's such a oh, bizarre because he doesn't properly... He, it's such a half-hearted sort of attempt to clear, yeah. kick the ball away as well. It sort of just sticks up. Yeah. It was bizarre, wasn't it? It was bizarre. But, but yeah, I'll tell you what now. I mentioned Shaw. I'll mention Sterling as well. That Bradley on the left, he will not have an easier night. He will not have an easier night. Don't get me wrong. I've seen him so far. And I think, okay, there's a player there for a young lad. But, oh my God, we made him look like a world beater tonight. Made him look like a world beater. He had freedom of Anfield. You know, we had the freedom of Anfield, Goodison, and the new Dockland Stadium. No one was getting near him. It was pathetic, honestly. And Dizazi, well, I've called him disaster all season. I mean, I, I'm just... One and eight, is he? Maybe now one and eight player? And that is Shiel, yeah, that's about his Shiel. It's, it's like the bloke can't coordinate his feet this season. He's almost too big to do anything but head. 
he, he was horrendous, horrendous. Honestly, when we, I hope that Cole Will injury is not as bad as it as it looks. And hopefully, something needs to change. Cole Will either needs to come back. I, I don't know if Fafana still exists or if Chalaba still exists. Is, is Chalaba free? Is he is he is he locked away? Is he another part of the Bowley profit-making machine? Like, surely we're doing better than these two, honestly. Like, I, I, I went on a stag a few years ago and to a bit of pest, and Ferran Varos played Monaco. And that day, those two pathetic. And now they're playing for Chelsea. I mean, me and the lads that went on the stag are like, how the hell has this happened? Like, awful. They're awful. Awful, 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 awful. It's just... My, my blood is boiling. Just thinking of those two. They're not Chelsea standard. You know, I wouldn't even say they're probably what Brentford standard. Seriously, that bad. They're just your typical football league players. They're tall, they head, and they lump it forward. Fair enough. Uh, Gaz, the second goal is uh, not much better. It's also another moment of controversy where Diego uh, Jota and Chilwell wrestle to the ground. Um, and that's what leads to, to Bradley getting the goal because, uh, and yeah, because that space that Ben Chilwell perhaps would be in, uh, he's not. Um, but also, uh, Gaz Raheem Sterling cracking effort at tracking back from Raheem. Just like we'll get on to like we talk about this goal as well. Raheem Sterling as well, he just had a night as well. Like it was one of those nights where there was a chance where he could have played Gusto in, but he delayed the pass and then Gusto was offside. He just got the ball and he just runs and then just kind of stops and he just doesn't know what to do with it. And then again, just tracking back for that goal. Laughable. The second goal is just laughable. I mean, it's just a gab. It's kind of just a theme of all the goals tonight. Like, and we'll get on to like the goals later as well. But that second goal as well. Like, again, it's a moment of controversy as well because it arguably shouldn't stand. But uh, apparently, you know, it did that one. You know, we did actually see somewhat more of a, a longer VAR check. But uh, yeah, just a shambles of a all round. And that is the game. That is the goal that, without any doubt, kills the game, isn't it? Yep. Sterling is on three hundred grand a week. Just let that sink in. Highest paid earner at the club. He need he needs some running lessons of Jack Davis, that's for sure. That was pathetic. He just Bradley went past him as if he weren't even there. By the time he's noticed, he, he I think Bradley takes his first touch of the ball by the time he's noticed he's gone past him. And um not to mention I've got to mention that how the restaurant in front of it, how has he not seen that Jota's dragged over Chilwell? Like, oh, oh, was I watching a different game? It's so clear that he just chucks him to the floor. Uh, yeah, I guess the argument will be probably that Chua's got hold of him first, but he's made the motion to chuck him onto the floor. Like, come on. Really? To be honest, I'm surprised they even checked it. They spent longer probably checking that than they did for two pens. I guess they got to make themselves look a bit competent, don't they? But yeah, no, and then Gabs... credit, credit where due. It was a good finish, wasn't it? It's a good finish. Credit where due. It was. It was. And then Gabs Liverpool get penalty for half time as Baddy Shield, that man, gives away a penalty. He, no, no hesitation this time for Paul Teddy. Points straight to the spot. He had a great view of that one, Mr. Paul Teddy. He had no doubts in him mind, but that was absolutely penalty. Uh, and Gaz, frankly, Darwin Nunes spares our blushes and hits for post. Uh, you said half time. Poch makes three changes. I said fair play, Poch. I reckon at half time, I'm thinking like the only one I'm letting back on that bus it buses Petrovic. The rest of them can can walk home to go to go with Roy Keane there to go with Roy Keane. This is this is Chelsea. This is Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, get and make a walk home. Uh, Gabs, Liverpool do make it free. Uh, Shobber's light heads home from across. Ugh, just poor again. 
We do get a goal back. Gabs, uh, but one, the cup, you know, I kind of mentioned a second ago that Petrovic is the only one, you know, that first off I'd let, you know, back on bus. And at full time, there's only three people I would let back on that bus for Chelsea. Uh, Jordi Petrovic in one, and Carney Chukwameka and Christopher Nkunku, two and three. Carney obviously comes on for, for Moises Caicedo, and he plays part of a nice run, and then he slots it for, uh, to, to Nkunku, who, who has a really nice finish past Alisson. Gabs, you know, at that point, you know, we just think, oh, okay, it's just a, just a consolation. Um, before we get onto sort of again, what happens next? Another moment of controversy. Just thought it, like it. It was a really grim night, but fair play. I thought again, and Kunku. Granted, it he scores consolation goals, but in what <laughs> seventy minutes of seventy odd minutes of Premier League football, something like that. Maybe seventy, eighty minutes of Premier League football. He's already got two Premier League goals, and obviously had that key part in that goal against Crystal Palace. Uh, if that bloke stays fit, he is going to be quite important for us, isn't he? Oh God, we need him to stay fit, don't we? We desperately need him to stay fit. Like, he took that goal really well as well, didn't he? And so it's Carney. Carney is oh, he looked good when he came on, didn't he? Yeah, you're right. Those three, the only three that I'd allow back on the bus tonight. One hundred percent. I've got to mention as well, out of the three subs, there was not one ounce of me that thought Midrick was going to slot that. Oh, like, yeah, not we, one... we have skipped past Mikhailo Midrick, uh, missing from uh, Malo Gusto's beautifully squared ball that I believe two 0 I believe it was two 0 when that. Yeah, it was two yeah. Yes, because it's right at the start of the second half, isn't it? Yeah, I will look. I will be. I will give defense for Mudrick. It's a ball coming across the pitch quite fast. Like it, I, I've seen a lot. I have seen a lot of other people sky from that, but it's one of those where, like, yeah, it's not. If it was probably a lot of other Premier League wings, you'd felt more more comfortable with him slung home. But yeah, Gab said. I thought Carney and Christopher Nkunku, as well as Petrovic, the only real bright sparks tonight. I said, and Nkunku, fair play to him. He can he can stay on his feet, unlike uh, Mr. Conor Gallagher. What? <laughs> oh. Again, we're not trying to be harsh on Conor, but that just summed it up, man. Like, it was the second half. Like, if, if the first half we're on a break and he's like, he could do, he's got a lot of options to do with the ball. He takes a touch too many and then slips and it's just like, oh. But yeah, I've, Gabs, I mean, we're seeing, you know, Conor subbed at half time, and in recent weeks his performance has dropped a bit. Uh, maybe, maybe, you know, we'll be seeing Carney Chukwameka potentially in, you know, maybe in a role we saw Conor Gallagher tonight because that was a good, you know, a solid cameo from Carney. Uh, but Gabs said, we mentioned that gets us back in the game. And then Gabs, the, the, the other top, <laughs> clear penalty of the night, number two not given. Again, Virgil van Dijk, clear foul over blocks. <laughs> but no, but no, it's not given. It's like, nah, it's all good. We're not giving that. And it's just like, and look, I'm still not, you know, no, not convinced Chelsea, even if that gets given and they score it, get back into it. But at least makes that Anfield crowd a bit nervous. And it means Chelsea got something to to go for. Like, as these penalties of the game, Chelsea, as her understanding, we'll get on to Poch as well in a sec. But like, they killed and the horrendous decisions. Just again, it's just a key point in influencing the game because that, again, there's a key turning point. And if we mention, you know, that the Jota goal, at that point, at this point of the game, Jota's goal gets gets disallowed. Chelsea have been awful, and the game does not work out this. But there's a, there's a world where Chelsea are free to up in this game somehow, despite being god awful. If some of these decisions actually go go how they should, but oh, Gabs again, just second one. I just yeah, I said, and that's the point where I just laughed. I was, I just laughed. I just got up and laughed, and I was like, yeah, you know what? Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm so pleased that I do not let this sport <laughs> grind on my gears as much as it did when I was younger. And I'm so pleased that I've kind of mellowed out of it. 
as I've reached, you know, as I've got a tiny bit older, I say older, like as a you know, 25, it's not exactly old, but I just feel like I'm not, I'm not sort of that angsty, angry, angry younger self when things are just well. I'm just like, it's just acceptance. It's numbness and it's acceptance, but it's quite a nice feeling in, in, instead of feeling all that anger. But yeah, Gabs, that was just a shocker, wasn't it? That was just, ah, oh. and it's just like, and again, like, I don't get how VAR misses two in the same game. One, I can maybe excuse, because if we're being generous to the Connor one, maybe, maybe that's not as stonewall, even if it is a knee on knee and that, you know, disrupts his flow. But again, this one, like, he steps on his, he steps on his foot. Like, that's more of a pen than the one Baddy Shield gives away. Like, but, oh, yeah, just horrendous. And again, oh, but Gabs, it's just a common thing we talk about as well. But there's a reason why like, a lot of us just were quite downbeat on this game before is because this game, obviously, we saw two shockers, you know, well, three shocking decisions go against us. But we have previous with playing Liverpool and horrendous VAR decisions. Think just fa- think back to the Carabao Cup final and what happened there, etc. There's just a reason. And it like, you know, you don't want to kind of go the, the team I sport and the sport I love is corrupt. But it, you know, when you see games like tonight, you're like, well, it's either incompetence or corruption. I was like, damn, it's staggering. I feel it's staggering to be that incompetent. So, but I don't know. It was just a, just a mare all round, wasn't it? Yeah, to be fair, we're at the age now where, you know, as you said, in 20s, we've seen years now of Liverpool and United getting these dubious decisions, haven't we? So, yeah, it's past the point now where we just kind of, we moan and groan for what five minutes, and then we're over it. Um, oh, it's, it's just shocking, isn't it? Like, I'd, I'd love to hear the audio for that. I'd love to hear the audio. We probably won't get an apology, next season. even though get that next season at least. So it'll be, it will be, it will be interesting to see how they try and uh, get True. away with it next season. True. Yeah, I don't want an apology. And these apologies just nonsense. No point. But yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure we've got to hear the audio for that. Haven't we, I'd love to know the thought process there. Like, great process. He's great process. He's levered him, and he's levered him from behind. Like, in what, what, in what world have they looked at that and gone, "Ah, that's nah, fine." He's just he's dived on the floor. If, if they think he's dived, just book him then. Book him then. It's it's, it's, it's I want to yeah. know what they've we've seen not, there. What have they we've seen? not even mentioned Gabs. Can I say also going back to Chaw that dive? He's one of the most embarrassing things as well. Like, he's your captain, <laughs> by the way. He's your captain. Like, sorry, it, that just reminded me, because obviously, you know, you mentioned for dive, and I was like, Chihuahua does actually get booked for diving, one of the rare few good decisions yeah, that they, the referee gets right. One, he? Yeah, he noticed that one, didn't he? <laughs> but, oh, I'm just getting annoyed at Ben Chihuahua again, because I really like Chile, but God, that was a disgraceful performance. That was genuinely horrendous, and that was embarrassing. That's your captain, the person who leads by example. Yeah, anyway, Liverpool then get a fourth. Luis Diaz scores, which means he scored against us again this season in the league. And we lose for one. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. 
From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Gabs, let's kind of get on to Poch because I thought, let's be brutally honest, as Gabs is again covered by by his dog, Kobe. Um, That was just horrendous, like the setup. And Gabs, we've kind of seen the false nine played a few times now to varying degrees of effects. Obviously, we saw it against Arsenal in the two all, and you'd argue that was fairly effective there. We saw it against Middlesbrough in the first Carabao Cup semi-final first leg, and it wasn't, it didn't really work there. It was, it worked up to a point against Aston Villa on Friday night. Uh, But Gabs, Cole Palmer is Chelsea's best attacking player this season. I think it's got to stop the false nine situation. I know Jackson's on his way back from AFCON and I know Brody is not set the light, world light and obviously Nkunku's probably not fit for 90 minutes. But Cole Palmer was wasted tonight. Like, I just did not see him involved at all there. And here's your creative... But one moment I did actually see him involved and it was actually a really nice ball for Reem Sonovic, just a bit over hit that goes to, goes to Alisson. But the point is, the false nine with Cole Palmer... Like without trying to sound too sacrilegious, it's and it and it almost it's almost like playing hazard false nine, like we saw a kind of number of managers do. Like, and I guess sure on occasion he could put in a performance there, but you really, really wasted him and wasted the transfer. And again, I see Palmer false nine. I'm like, honestly, if I'm gonna have if I'm gonna see Raheem Sterling run into traffic, I'd rather just see him run into traffic up front than actually run into traffic like out wide in a dangerous attacking position. <laughs> Like, it was just so frustrating seeing that set up. Like, the defence I get because Colwell's not there and it, the back four, and obviously I I fortunately would start after he didn't start uh, against Fitter and the Cup, and obviously you've got Dezazi right back. Defence, Stein defence, I didn't have much issues. And midfield again, Connor midfield, I don't have an issue. Madaweki he gets a start. I think a lot of us would be saying Madaweki probably deserves to be starting on the form you've seen in recent months. Gaz, it's just the false nine. Like, I know, sure, you've got Broyer on the bench and he really is not set the world light and been impressive but I feel like it's just be- it's better persisting with that than just literally just essentially wasting your best attacking talent in a formation that doesn't really get the best out of him because it, like we've seen like Cole Palmer in that false nine role it's just kind of so hit and miss and tonight he just wasn't honest and it was just such a bizarre I mean yeah just from Poch it was, it was just a re it was a howler from Poch tonight wasn't it I mean as I said Chelsea not just in terms of you know just in terms of attacking wise but as well because obviously Liverpool had 28 shots tonight, which is a joint most record, just joint most on record since 2003-04. And he side has had in a Premier League match against Chelsea, while their 13 shots on target is the most Blues have faced in a league match in that time. I mean, guys, you know, defensively all over the place, the gaps just on the pitch were just shocking. But also, like, the false line nonsense, like, God, again, thank God Senegal got knocked out when they did. So we hopefully don't need to see much more of his false nine perseverance because, like, just a shambles again, wasn't it? Just, like, tactically, just a mess. And I say this as someone who's, like, you know, more lenient and perhaps more big on posture than a lot of people. But, I mean, tonight was was basically as bad as Manchester United. It's just that, yeah, it probably was as bad. It probably was worse than the Manchester United game. It's just that this game, people are maybe not going to... People have got refereeing decisions and VAR to also talk about, whereas we didn't have that in that game. But again, it was just one of those games against stylistically defensively where we just concede, we just let ourselves like United just be peppered. And I guess the difference is that we can actually say Liverpool are actually a somewhat good side, unlike that United side. But 
it was just like like United, an absolute mare from Potchin and Gabs. It is a potential bit of a worry, but while at home against the big sides have been quite good, away against the big sides now with the caveat and all the caveats you put, you people can place around that Tottenham game with nine men, etc. You look at what happened at Manchester United, you look at what happened at Newcastle, and you look at what happened to Liverpool and Chelsea away in the big games on the Poch. I mean, it's just kind of like what we saw. We've seen Chelsea under many other different managers as well, but it is kind of worrying just how poor we are away from home in general, but also in these big games, just how awful we get the setup wrong, like how badly we get it wrong. Honestly, away from home, we're more open than Alan Carr. There's just, there's no consolidation in there. You think with, what, false nine? Okay, we might shut up shop here. We'll, we'll build foundations from the back and work forward. We get the ball. And it's like a constant rush to the goal. We don't try and maintain any sort of possession when we've got the ball with a false line uh, away from home. We just try and go on the counter all the time because Liverpool play a high line. It's like, I get that. But same with Old Trafford as well. We just, it's just, everything's just rushed. And yeah, we get in good positions where obviously the final pass lets us down. But it's just like, fuck it out. Just come on, a bit of, bit of calmness, please. A bit of calmness, please. Yeah, false nine does not work away from home. At home, do you credit where due? It seems to have worked at home. But yeah, to say, to be honest, Palmer was barely noticeable, wasn't he? And like we've said a few times on there now, when Palmer's not good, Chelsea are not good. And yet again, it showed now, hasn't it? Yeah, no. Sterling, indeed. Sterling, by the way, won a league playing false nine. He literally won the league playing false nine. Yeah, even the dog agrees there. I don't know if you caught the groan there. Uh, why is he not playing false nine? Yeah, I know, I know. Dog, dog agrees. Dog agrees. Dog has known him. Yeah, you should play false nine. Simple as that. He's won the league there. He's got more experience in the role. But no, let's play Palmer there and nullify any creativity you've got in the team. Yeah, no, indeed, indeed. Just truly, it was a poor night for Poch. Um, and again, look, it's obviously, again, caused a lot of divide. A lot of people then go like, as a standard, the, the rumblings and the groanings around Pochettino at Chelsea emerge. Look, I'm not going to do that. I'm kind of bored of discussing a manager's future every time we have a bad result. And again, what I say to these people who want change is one, if Poch does go, then that's an admittance of failure that two coaches here have failed in this new regime. One, they've been appointed by these people. Do you then trust these people to get the next appointment right? Seeing as they're over two on these appointments. And also the school of thought that two good managers, whatever, and people are not going to like that I've called Graham Potter a good manager, but I think he is a good manager. I think his, you know, his work prior to taking the Chelsea job very much shows that. And also my thought is that if two coaches here potentially fail, then I, or, you know, do not succeed here, then I have zero confidence in the next person coming and succeeding here because I do not think this football club, as of right now, is particularly set up for a head coach to succeed. I think it's just set up for a, a head coach to fail less or more than their predecessor right now. That's honestly how I feel about it, which is why I'm not going to be vocal about Mauricio Pochettino's future. Just wait and see what the situation is at the end of the season. We are in a Carabao Cup final. Look, we will probably lose that final. I just think we will. That's just being being honest. But we will just wait and yep. see where we are in the season. Let's see where we finish in the league. Let's see how we do in the FA Cup and just assess that I'm kind of bored of talking about manager future every time we get a humbling and look tonight was bad it was a real again a low point for Poch it was a low a, a bad look on him bad look on these players it's just a bad look overall and yet 
Chelsea's horrendous away form does unfortunately continue. It is also quite funny that the one away gym in front of that time is Luton, which is quite a tricky place to go <laughs> in the Premier League, it seems, this season. But yeah, no, Chelsea, it was a, an absolutely horrendous night at Anfield. It was just abysmal. Um, probably not as angry as I was after Man United, because at least I can console myself in fact that Liverpool are a good side and that there were horrendous refereeing in VAR decisions that went there but it was another low point of the season Chelsea fall back down the table for what it's worth I think it kind of helps that it does help that Brighton lost to Luton yesterday so we are still one point off them but it does not help that Newcastle went to Aston Villa and won um, but as bad as things are and obviously what Man United play um, Wolves I think tomorrow whatever or, or soon so but we'll see but Chelsea are still in the hunt for top six, but their away form is going to drastically have to improve if they're going to pick that up to have any hopes in that they've got Wolves a weekend now, which is also an even bigger game than it probably was before this. Um, yeah, I think there's ways to lose games of football, and I expect I didn't expect Chelsea to win Anfield tonight. I didn't really expect Chelsea to draw Anfield tonight. You know, I know this fixture has tended to be a draw in the previous years, but in those previous seasons, these teams have been well-matched. Last season, both teams at the time we played were, were horrendous. Um <laughs> And then, you know, shortly after the second meeting, Liverpool became relatively good again the second half of that season. And then that pre obviously we know under Tuchel, both those sides were incredibly well matched, uh, resulting in those, you know, some good games between the sides. And in just general, this, these teams have been quite well well matched in general over the years. Um but yeah, tonight was there's there's levels between these two sides right now. Part of that is potentially coaching, but also part of that's the fact that Liverpool are a well run club with a good structure, relatively good structure, and Chelsea are a vanity project right now. Um, with <laughs> So, yeah, it's it was night and day. I'm not... not. It was... The performance is poor. A lot of players let themselves down tonight. A lot of players have their worst games in the Chelsea shirt. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, people, if I'm not... If it's not as angry or as impassioned as you want, like, I, I'm kind of used to this. I, I'm used to Chelsea collapsing and crumbling under the first sign of pressure... And I'm used to refereeing decisions going our way. Scrap the refereeing decision points for now, but Chelsea right now just remind me of like a mid, uh, like a 2010s Arsenal under Wenger right now. There is just a soft underbelly to this side. We will play some good stuff. We will put in some good performances, get some good results and excite you. But under the first sign of pressure as well, this team will crumble at points as well, unfortunately. And they will lose their heads again, like we saw tonight with the, the, the yellows for discipline as well. It was just, yeah. A night where I don't think we learned much. Also, what I would say is people, I wouldn't use this to then use be a stick to bash for performances we saw and the results we've seen before from Chelsea from this. Because, you know, Chelsea did get the business done in those games, which granted we were expected to do, but it was something they'd not done for a bit as well. So again, I don't want to, you know, use tonight to just degrade and take away the work that we've kind of seen from results we've seen before this from Chelsea. But tonight was a reality check and Chelsea now need to get back to business. And as said, they've got to now win their next two Premier League games. They've got to be Wolves of Weekend. They've got to be Crystal Palace. Because after that, they go to the Etihad and play Manchester City. And also in between these around the games, as Gabs just does the cross on himself there. Um, and, and in between as well, there's an epic cup replay away at Aston Villa. But yeah, Chelsea just have to win these next two Premier League games and move up the Premier League table and just see. Because, yeah, if, if they go out the FA Cup in the replay to Villa, then all of a sudden... The season again looks like there's not a huge amount to play for. And again, if there's also if they get past Villa, there is also a chance to progress far because the next round would be against Plum Fogal or Leeds United at home, where you would back Chelsea given their good home form. But yeah, 
tonight was was a poor night. Gabs has just something to say before we finish up. On the note, on the on the word of Argyle, may I add? Did you see that they made the bench? The... Did you see he made the bench? Yeah, yeah. They could have come on, couldn't they? They would have done a better job, I reckon, most <laughs> of the team tonight. <laughs> yep, because today yeah, comes on, which means he can't get loaned out again. Yep, they're now on the old sleeve as well. I noticed. Actually. Yeah, they've been on. on yeah, they've jacket. been on the, the, the jacket for for a bit. And um, yeah, well, folks, if you want to hear an Argyle review, then uh, listen to wait for <laughs> for Sunday's episode as I go and, as I'm going to on Saturday night to see Argyle. So I'll let you know if a, if a football against Wolves on Sunday is not very good, we could just have a we can just have a review of the movie Argyle because that's Chelsea related, folks. Um, the owners yeah. are gagging for that, aren't they? They're gagging for that, aren't they? They're gagging for that. They know that's going to make so much money. If it's Chelsea Argyle, they, that's what they want, isn't it? Let's be honest. They're gagging for that. Indeed. Indeed. And so also, we wait. on a positive note, on a positive note also, I'd much rather get a hide-in today and win at Wembley. That's all I'll say. Yes. Yes, indeed. Again, though, I'm just going to say I'm wary of these things because I remember back on the pod in, in 2021, when Chelsea beat the Spurs just to sit in the space of three weeks, it's for three times about six weeks. I said, that's not when we won't be at it. I was like, that's good for top four. But also, we've beaten them twice now. We do not, we surely do not win three in a row against Pep. And then we did. <laughs> um, take me back to those, those giddy heights. Um, but hey, you know what, folks? Since since the last pod, England won in the cricket. You know, on that last pod on, on when I spoke to you on uh, on Saturday morning, I said, hey, I'm pleased that England, you know, the test has got this far and England still haven't lost. A day later, we'd won it, baby. Um, so yeah, uh, you know, who knows if if this goes goes south, then uh, maybe you know in future episodes we just talk about the cricket when it's good, and we we'll, we'll talk about Argyle instead. If that uh, instead of actually talking about Chelsea, but no, hopefully fingers crossed Sunday goes better than than tonight. Tonight didn't it should it's at Stamford Bridge, but we wait and see. Uh, tonight was a mess. This episode was a bit of a mess. Again, no listener questions. It's a, it's a midweek we're recording. It's currently eleven twenty four p.m. right now. Um, but yeah. It was a mess. This pod was a mess. I'm not sure how much sense we made. Chelsea didn't make much sense. It's quite hard to really take anything from this game. Chelsea were a mess. Nobody was good, really, apart from Petrovic, you know, who made some good saves. I just want to reiterate, we've not really talked about him. He made some good saves and he stopped that scoreline from being embarrassing. And he did not deserve to concede four goals tonight. Uh, George Petrovic was good. Uh, Yeah, Connie, come on, was good. And Kunku scores consolation goals and is, you know, just again... His minutes per goal ratio must be insane. It's probably like better than Batchewise or something, which is saying something because Batchewise had some insane minutes per goal goal record. Thanks to some of his stat padding uh, in the cups, etc. Um, anyway, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Batchewise Podcast. We'll see you on Sunday. Uh, Gabs' link will be in the description below. As for us, we're on Twitter or X at Batchewise Pod, Instagram at Batchewise Pod, and all your usual podcast platform files Apple, Spotify, Google, etc. If you've not already subscribed or followed, search Bat Chelsea Podcast. And we should come up if you want to get in touch with the show via email. You can. That's that ChelseaPod at gmail.com. And yeah, tonight was a mess. Hopefully Sunday's not a mess. Hopefully we're in a better spirit. Um, yeah, it was a mess. Everything's a mess. Um, rambling. So see you. See you Sunday, folks. Until the next episode, keep a blue flag flying high. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply